Welcome to the sweetest little life where we are connecting the mind, body, and soul for women in business. This podcast is all about releasing the light in you and becoming the divine inner goddess that you were destined to be. I'm Courtney Hansen, and I'm your host, author, influencer, and coach. And I am so excited to hang with you for the next 30 minutes. So sit back, relax, and let's dive in. Today on the show, we get to talk with purpose coach Mabel Rodriguez, and she is an enlightened, amazing, and inspiring woman. I am so excited to have a conversation with her today, and we are talking all the things. It's going to be real. It's going to be raw, and you will not want to miss this. So many takeaways in today's episode on how to grow, on how to live your purpose, and just how to find your direction and meaning in life and feel on fire and live from a space of joy and love. It's a little bit about yourself so we can get acquainted. Hi, everybody. Hello, hello. Okay, so the name is Mabel, Mabel Rodriguez, and a little about Mabelicious here. Well, I love helping women, you know, I was going to say step into their purpose, but yeah, but it's a little deeper than that. Mm -hmm. It's really about owning their power, um, returning to who they've always been. And it's gotten so much more clear and clear for me as I've gone along the journey and everything just gets more clear, right? As we go through the journey. And I've realized um, for a lot of, a lot of, not even women, men, everybody on the planet, it's, it's overcoming. I'm not enough. That it's Mm -hmm. just, it's so, deep hun it's like dna deep and generations deep and it just penetrates in every single aspect of our lives and you know even though i do help women coaches you know up their game do the whole mindset thing and level up the the deep part of it it's it's not about like okay marketing and sales no it's it's spiritual you know it's it's um it's all mindset it's just reconnecting i and i believe a lot of people got to start knowing this stuff and teaching this stuff so yeah that's what i do it's just i guess if you want to cut it for sure empowering women mm. and i know i absolutely love your mission and your purpose and just the energy that you give off is so powerful And I think like we were just talking about, you know, right now people are really having some major energy shifts. A lot of people are having, getting on the spiritual journey. And I think a lot of people are starting to realize that there's so much more to business than the sale. Like when you get in that space of how can I serve versus how can I sell? I think magic really starts to occur. Yeah, I totally agree. And it's so interesting. I was watching, um, Netflix. I never get to watch TV, okay? <laughs> but at this moment of opportunity, I saw um what's his name? David Letterman. Remember David Letterman who used to have his own? I do. Okay, so now he has this new show um on Netflix. My next guest needs no introduction. And Kim Kardashian was on it. And it was interesting because there was some there was one line that he says, you know, you're such a powerful woman. And I watched her energy and yeah, she is. But the thing is, everybody is. Everybody is as equally as powerful. We all have the power. It's just not turned on. It's like going into a house and saying, well, none of these house, none of these rooms, you know, have power. Oh, no, you just have to turn on the light switch and then the light comes on. Now you can see the power. It's just... Can you, can you feel enough? Are you worthy enough to own your own light, to share your own light? Are you good enough for your own light? Yeah, that that's, is- that's it. And Absolutely. But everybody is powerful. There's just some people are just turning on the light. Everyone's connected. The connection might be a little bit corroded but I just recently wrote a post that said you have no right to be anxious if you are connected to 
spirit, source, universe, Allah, Buddha, God, universe, higher power, creative intelligence, I, I mean, whatever the name of the higher power that you want to give, you have no right to be anxious if you're truly connected. And I was, and I, and I heard that from um, Wayne Dyer, actually, on one of his old, old, old recordings, the late Wayne Dyer. And he's absolutely right. And I, and I believe right now is a time, 2020, to me, all it did was bring out more of what you already had inside of you. Because if we want to be real here, everybody already had a lot of doubt, a lot of insecurity, a lot of I'm not enough. I'm not worthy mm. enough. We all have that. Everybody already had that. It, it's just now the conditions and the circumstances outside of you have amplified what was already within you. And it's an opportunity to face them. And the only way to overcome them is to remember who you are and the power that you already have to turn on the light. So true. I have chills. I love that too, because I feel like 2020 as well offered a lot of space for healing for people that either A, you know, we're so caught up in the hustle or B, never had time to sit still or C, never had time to just be with themselves. And it kind of forced everyone to really look into the mirror and say like, okay, this is a problem. This needs to be changed. I want to build myself to be this woman and kind of starting to show up for them. You know, I know a lot of people hit rock bottoms. A lot of people rose from the ashes and it's been really amazing to watch and witness just these stories unfolding of people finding themselves and empowering themselves and taking that power back that has been lost or was always, you know, they were too scared or too in fear. And I feel that, you know, COVID in general has had a lot of people in this state of fear where we get to realize that fear is nothing but like an origin and an idea. It's not a real thing. It's, it's, it's not there. Like it's something that we catastrophize and make up in our minds. And so I feel like when we're able to shift to that space, like you're talking about, like, it's unreal watching these people just powerhouse and rise and create these things. And the amount of creation that has happened right now from everyone having to kind of ebb and flow and pivot through this time is so magnificent. I love watching it. Yeah. And you know what's so cool about it right now is that we're all in it. We really are all in it together. This is not just a California thing. This is not just a United States thing. This is not just, you know, a northern continent 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 thing. It's it's universal. It's the whole wide world. We are actually elevating in consciousness. You know, it's 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 right now. This is 2020 showing you your true state of being. What it was already within you, it's expunged it. Nothing ever had to, you never had the opportunity really to to be face-to-face with your limiting beliefs and your fears. Your deepest fears have now come out because I think the only people who really get to be intimate with those limiting um, fears that have always, and those, and those beliefs that have always been within you is when you get out to do your own thing. When you step out and start a business and you step out to share your your purpose, that is when you get intimate with it. And so now everybody, no one has had a circumstance or a condition to truly, truly, truly have that be expunged in front of them. Unless you've gone through something, like you've gone through something mm-hmm. where you've had to face it. I've gone through something, dark, dark times where I had to face um, those limiting beliefs, all those beliefs that were always inside of me, but never had the opportunity to come out because we numb ourselves. Everyone's has always numbed themselves. Either you're trying to go on one vacation. I know I have a friend girl that goes on a vacation after vacation. When she books one vacation, she's already on the vacation. And I'm like, wow, I remember doing that or going to, you know, spending all the money, going to restaurants, going out to eat. Nobody can do that now. Now what? Now, where can you run? Where can you hide? Now, when you sit still and you got nowhere to hide and nowhere to numb, you have to. And that is why there's so much anxiety because you're finally intimate with what was already within you. And it's such a beautiful time. You know that your darkest moment, and I'm sure you agree, you you would never like 
have it any different way, you're you're grateful for it. I'm grateful for that darkest moment. It's the best damn thing that ever happened to me. Because, oh, yes. Yes, right? This is the best thing that's ever happened to us. It's like we had to rise in consciousness. We had to see all the bullshit that was inside of us. We have to. As painful as it is, as anxiety-driven as it is, as crappy as it feeling, it freaking sucks, okay? It sucks. But damn it, you get over that, and you realize it's all bullshit. It's yeah. a blessing. It it's- really is. I, I know it almost like irks me when people are like, I'm so sorry you went through that time. Oh, I like, hate when they say don't, that. Yeah. Don't fucking tell me you're yeah. sorry for me. Like, I don't want to have your right. pity. Like, if that wouldn't have happened and I wouldn't have hit that bottom in my life, I would not be the woman that I am today. I would not have met half the people that are my tribe today. Like, none of that would have ever happened. Right. And so now it's like, man, how uh, and I love that it's just such a personal journey to find your light and to really own that and it's like you know what like you know the things that people have told you your whole life or the stories that you've created in your head that's all they are there's fucking stories Mm. like nothing more than that and so when we're able to really identify and kind of almost step outside of ourselves and be like wow my whole life I've thought that I'm not worthy that I'm a piece of shit that I did this and I you know that I don't deserve this and it's like no you have a birthright of deserving that like that Mm -hmm. is you step into that spot of who you were meant to be because there's only one of you and that is powerful like the universe God whatever you want to call it wouldn't have put you on this earth to just waste space yes yes amen girlfriend absolutely And um, I think a lot of women out there who are in this space, they know it, but they haven't owned it. And it doesn't, honey, it doesn't matter how beautiful your website is. It doesn't matter how beautiful your Instagram pictures are. It doesn't matter how great your sales page is. It doesn't matter how many times you post a day or how many people like it or how many people don't like it and how many comments you got and how many followers you have. It doesn't matter until you feel worthy and deserving because when you do you can separate all the shit that you think you have to do and the things that you have to be just fall away and now you can just wake up every day and know it's been done that i am so worthy and deserving that this universe god spirit you know buddha allah has already done it for me it's already been done. All the things that I've ever wanted to be and do, it's been done. Now, a lot of women say they feel worthy and deserving and they want this, but honey, they still don't believe they're good enough. And they're afraid of the growth. They're afraid of their light. They're afraid of their power because they don't feel, they're afraid of the rejection. They're afraid of failure. It's like fear of success and fear of failure all mixed up together. Do you really mm-hmm. want to be seen? If you really own your power, are you ready? Because you will get people criticizing you. You will get people rejecting you. Are you ready for that? Are you strong enough for your light? Are you strong mm-hmm. enough to upgrade and up level and get to that, that place that you know you're meant to be? You want it. You say you do. But do you really want it? And do you believe you're good enough? And can you handle that? And I think it just takes a strong mindset and a belief that I'm enough. And it, and I think this, you have to work on that every day. I am enough. I am enough. Because every time you think you have to do A, B, and C to get to D, to your desire, then you're going about it the wrong way. That, to me, still tells me you don't think you're worthy and you don't think you're good enough. Because you still think that you have to do all these things to get to D when you can just get to D because you decided because you chose it yes so like you don't have to be anxious anymore you don't have to push yourself so much anymore you don't you don't have to feel like all these things have to be done because if i don't do it if i don't do it then i'm not going to get my what my desire because i didn't earn it because i didn't do enough i wasn't being enough i wasn't working hard enough i didn't want it bad enough it's always not enough and when you wait think about it when you wake up every day it's always like i didn't get enough sleep I didn't eat right enough today. You know, I still haven't lost enough enough weight yet. Um, you know, I didn't do enough yet. I wasn't optimistic enough yet. I wasn't. Can you imagine? Like, we do that shit all day long. And it's very subconscious. Mm-hmm. And you, all of a sudden, you just don't know why you're feeling all shitty. It's like. I'm exhausting. You're exhausting like my- yourself. <laughs> because you don't trust that it's been done. 
because you still think you're not good enough and worthy enough just to be you, just to do you, to do what makes you feel good. And you still don't understand that the power of feeling good is the, the, the most biggest like activator to receiving everything. It's, it's so crazy. I can't tell you how many times when I didn't do the things that I thought I needed to do and I, all I did was surrender, just do me. And it seemed really um, irresponsible as when shit happened. And that just gets to cho- show you that, well, if everything is already here and if everything is already source and source is all that is. So if everything is already here, there's only one time and one space because time and space is all right. Like time is as an illusion. So if everything right. is already in existence and everything is already here, all one, and we're all connected and everything is one. And if everything is all that is, which is source, then all I have to do is connect to source. And then I'm connected to all that is. And then that's when everything starts to happen. Now that sounds so fucking crazy. That sounds so like woo, woo, woo. And so out there, <laughs> it just doesn't, it just doesn't make sense to, you know, this is the hardest thing I've had to overcome because I've always been the girl to push, push, push. I get shit done. And I thrive on that feeling. But you know how it is when you have a husband and you have kids. Things shift. Things get a little more complicated. And now you don't have all this time. So you, you just, you have to start being different. You have to start thinking differently. And I know a lot of my clients, a lot of the girls I talk to, they get, go back to, I didn't do enough. I didn't, oh, you didn't check off your list. Oh, shit. Now you're not going to get what you want. Because again, you're relying on what you're doing instead of relying on who you're being. When you really trust it, when you decide this is who I am and this is what I'm going to fucking get, period, that's it. And I'm talking real decision here, not, well, if I'm still relying on my list and I got to do all this shit, then you still haven't really believed in that decision. And it goes back to the fundamentals. Do you believe that you are this power? Do you believe that you are source energy? Do you believe that you really are this powerful being and you create with your feeling? Because if you believed that, then your priority would be to feel good. Always, yeah. yes. It wouldn't matter if you did A, B, and C if you're feeling fucking anxious. Because then what you're really producing is anxiety. You're just going to get back more moments of anxiety and not enough versus... Well, what if I just took a day off and fucked around and did anything that I wanted to do? Got my nails done and, you know, slept in and, oh my God, I couldn't do that because then that means I'm wasting my time and I wouldn't be worthy and I didn't deserve it and I didn't work hard enough. It's crazy. And that's what we are doing to ourselves. And it's always the fundamental is I'm not enough. And it really is insane to me that even, you know, generationally, like there's so many things that I see. So I study Ayurveda and like, I see so many things that are like in that um, lifestyle that, you know, really bring it back to like, you know, the 17th century, you know, rise at dawn, go to sleep when it's dark. But it's like all the rules and then all the things that society has put on us, you know, as the years have gone on. And now it's like, we live in such a fast paced place that you are considered lazy if you are not always doing something you know you're you're out you go to a coffee shop and you see people together and like no one's connecting everyone's on their phone you see people you know like you call someone and it's like they always have this like busy busy lifestyle without the time to truly connect that was actually one of the reasons I wanted to start the podcast was because I was like you know what like there needs to be more connection and people need to have like that permission that it is okay to heal. It is okay to work on yourself. It is okay to have all these feelings. That doesn't mean that you are, you know, less of a person or that you went through a dark time. So that makes you not worthy. No, that makes you more than worthy. I love that quote, like, um, the brightest lights walk through the darkest shadows, you know, because it's really true. Like you have 
these experiences and they're all just lessons and that's all they are. They're just lessons for us to learn from and grow and step into that person. Like you were saying, just that purpose driven life that you were meant to live. Yeah. So question though, I have a question. You um, said you had some people that say, I'm sorry that you went through that. And you know, when you talk about your healing, what exactly mm-hmm. is it that is it do they are they feeling sorry or like do you get like a resistance for them I'm just curious yeah no I honestly think it's more of like a like a pity thing like oh I'm so sorry that you went through that like more of like a judgment you know like the passive aggressive judgy that we all you know like we are we're human like we judge people we look at a book and it's not pretty we're not going to pick it up and read it you know it's like it's so wired in us and so it's like really dismantling that Mm. to understand that like we're spiritual beings having a human experience and we're all trying to figure it out as we go but yeah I mean it definitely is irky when people are like oh I'm so sorry like like oh don't don't be sorry you have no idea where I'm at now compared you know well I feel like sometimes people just don't know how to respond, you know, to something mm-hmm. that's so deep. Because, you know, a lot of people are not that deep. And, like, and I, yeah. yeah, you know, like, I guess, <laughs> I've realized right? that lately. Like, I get you. I understand you. And that wouldn't make me uncomfortable. But I think a lot of people don't know how to handle something like that. And they don't know how to handle something so raw and so honest and so real it's like whoa you get me like it's a woman in her power expressing her truth telling her story not people don't do that now you said you talked you know you went through some postpartum I did too and I didn't even know what was going on with me I wanted a son a baby so bad and I am an older mom I was 40 when I gave birth and it's I mean I took 40 years to be a mom And do you know how much guilt I felt when all of a sudden I was like second guessing my decision? Like, what the fuck did I just get myself into? And it was on day three. And I was like, oh, my God. And I just started to cry. And then my mom and I weren't even talking at this time. And I reached out. It's so interesting. Even though I wasn't connected and talking to my mom, we were going through a really hard time. Who was the first person that I called to connect? my mom and that's like that little girl in me who needed her mommy even though my mom and I never had the perfect relationship I needed my mom because no matter what mom is mom and when it may not have been the best but that's who interestingly I reached out and she used to work at a clinic with in postpartum and she goes I know what's going on it's okay it's your hormones I'll be right there and she drove over and I cried. And I was like, I don't know what's wrong with me. I just, I feel so bad. And, and I was so lucky that one of my girlfriends had just had a baby three weeks before me. And I'm like, Gina, I'm feeling this, 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 this. And I'm, re- I'm really real with people. I mean, I'm straight up because yeah. I want to get better. I want to know what the hell's going on with me. I don't have time to sugarcoat shit. Like, what's wrong with me? And I'm going to be real. And uh, she's like, Ugh, girl, I'm going through it too. I'm like, oh my God, what is it? And she goes, the truth or like, the truth, of course. She goes, I'm still going through it. And I realize now this postpartum shit is such bullshit. It's such a label. Every freaking woman goes through this. Every girl, mm-hmm. every woman I know thus far has gone through it. And it doesn't last three weeks, six weeks, like they say in the Google and the freaking books and all that shit. It, no, it's bullshit. And so, you know, they want to give you like all these pills and everything to overcome it. And I just think it's such a life changing experience that you need time to, to integrate and to process. And we're going through that right now. We need time. What we're feeling is okay. All this shit that we're feeling right now is okay. Like, there's no need to judge it. I think when we judge shit is when we have a harder time moving through it. Absolutely. There's no reason to judge. And what everyone's going through right now is some crazy stuff. It's like on steroids. And no need to judge it. Have you taken um, Gabby Bernstein's uh, judgment detox? I have not. 
Oh my goodness. So it was, I took it, gosh, a few years ago now, but it was amazing. Just how at a, just a cellular level, science-based, we are such judging Oh yeah, we are. And we like to be offended too. And it, yes. And it drives us. And I mean, that was one of my character defects when I was younger was I was so defensive. You would look at me wrong and I would be like, bah, yeah. bah, you know, because- you were attacking me when really you were telling me you like my shoes. So I know <laughs> it's stuff that we have to grow from and identify. And I feel like so often, and I see this in a lot of my clients too, is they'll be like, you know, it's not there. It's not happening. It's not, you know, they won't want to like look at it head on when, you know, I'm going to get a little boo boo here. When we face our shadow self, I mean, it's a lot of people take that as it's like this dark entity of this horrible human being. It's this dark side of us. And it's not. It really is just character defects that we need to learn to embrace and grow from and look at and be like, hey, I can really grow from this. I can really, you know, change from this. I can identify with this person and maybe connect to another person who's struggling in this area and help them and serve them. And I love that um, analogy of the baby sea turtles where, you know, and I can so relate to this. I'm sure you can too. You know, in Costa Rica, they will not let you on the beach close to baby sea turtles because they are flipped over. And like you want to go flip them back over, right? Mm -hmm. When they're on their backs, like struggling with their little feet in the air. And you can actually kill them because if they don't learn how to walk from the sand to the ocean, they can die Failure because they have to, you know, that's how they're developing their, yeah. you know, muscles and stuff. And that's, they're like getting into the world. But from an outside point of view, all you want to do is go help them and flip them because you're like, oh my gosh, they're on their back. Their little legs are in the air. They're helpless. And how often do we do that to other humans? Like with the other women and other men is like, man, they're struggling. They're on their back. Their little flippers are flopping. I want to go flip them over. But you're taking away that life experience that that person is meant to have to thrive. I agree with you. Totally. Everybody's got it to, 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 you know, to thrive, man. We all have it in us. And, you know, that thing that you're talking about where people are constantly judging and um, are constantly uh, feeling offended. You know, I was listening to Joe Dispenza and it made such sense. This was about a year or two ago, I think, when... He said, sometimes, I don't know if this happens, but you just have these thoughts, the same random negative thoughts, and you just don't know why they come. They keep coming. They just pop up out of nowhere, and you feel an emotion connected to that thought, whether it's anger or frustration or sadness. And what tends to happen is that these thoughts are no longer coming from our mind, but from the body. Because the body has become so addicted to that feeling, it believes that's its norm. It's like a drug addict. Now your body is your mind. And now your body sends the thought to your mind and it triggers the feeling, the chemical reaction of sadness or anxiety or anger or whatever it is, fear. And so the only way to overcome that is to really be aware of it, like 24-7. you got to be on top of those thoughts that are constantly making you feel less than who you are. And it's the hardest thing you'll ever have to do to overcome yourself. But that's the only way to free yourself is like, why do I keep having those thoughts? And why do I keep reacting to those thoughts? Like, what is this? And it's the body. It's completely addicted. And so it's like every time you catch it and you say, no, I refuse to feel this way, you've overcome. You've won the battle. And I think that's, you know, the whole judgment detox thing. I think it goes, I don't know if Gabby talked about that, but that's to me like the cellular level. It's like chemical. It's all chemical. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I know. I just heard, and I, I mean, it. I was like a year ago and I had no idea about this. So the reason that we get addicted to like social media or our phones or playing a game, you know, is every time we pull up social media, like we're getting a yeah. dopamine hit and people associate dopamine with something being positive and it's not necessarily something positive. It is just a feel good thing. I can go get super blackout drunk and feel good, but it is not mm -hmm. positive. And so 
I mean, we really need to like, like you were saying, just that awareness of, you know, like just because something feels good or looks good does not mean that it's good for us. And also if something feels bad, it doesn't mean it's who you are. Like that's the thing. You're going to have such negative thoughts so many times a day. And if you're not feeling happy and good, if you're not feeling good, you're not feeling God or spirit. You're not. If you're not Mm -hmm. feeling good, Mm -hmm. then you disconnected. What negative thoughts did you allow to penetrate? What did you entertain? What negative thoughts, limiting thoughts did you entertain? Because you entertained it, period. You've allowed them in. You played with them. You gave it an emotion. And now that emotion is triggering your behavior. And now that behavior is triggering your experience. And so I think you know, for a lot of people who keep doing the same thing over and over again, who, who want something to change in their life, who want to overcome, who want more, who want to level up, who want to step it up, who want to live the life that they know they were born to live, they're going to have to do the work. And that means mm-hmm. you got to be aware. Like, like you got to be on top of that. Like why are you not connected? Because a connector never, ever talks about what is. Because what is is usually not what the person wants. It's usually what's missing. Why would you talk about what you no longer want? Like, why would you give your energy to something like that? Why? Mm-hmm. You know, um, I have some people who can't just can't wait to tell me why they don't have what they want. And that's the answer. Because you keep talking about why you don't have what you want. You keep entertaining the negative, the absence, the lack, the missing. And I just think it's so it's so fundamental. It's so simple, but it's so hard because it's so simple and it's so habitual that I don't think people are realizing how often they talk about what they don't have and what they don't want. How often those thoughts go unchecked and how all of a sudden they're not feeling so great. And they're feeling so overwhelmed Mm -hmm. and so tired and so exhausted and so unmotivated and so anxious and so unhappy. You know what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, I love the process of like when you're first starting out because it is really overwhelming at first. You're like so hard on yourself and you're not allowing yourself grace. And you're like, Oh, I just thought a bad thought or, Oh, I just said something bad about myself. And it's like, it's going to happen. We have 80,000 thoughts a day. Of course, like you're going to not all, they're not all going to be rainbows, but I, what really helped me when I started kind of in the enlightenment journey was just really to acknowledge it and like, be like, Oh sh- shit. Yep. That's fear. Yeah. Like, and just call it out as it is. And that's okay. Like, Oh, I'm feeling sad. Like that's, eh, that sucks. Like, but it, when you're able to like call it out for what it is and just label it as that, instead of attaching yourself to it, that is like, that was life changing for me personally, when I was able to really not disassociate, but disassociate with, you know, being so attached to the lack and the attachment of the lack and I'm so broke. I can't do that. Or it must be nice. Or I don't have this, or I can't be as successful as her because she has this and I don't have that. And it's like, yeah, but all you're putting out there is I don't have like when you have plenty, we all have plenty. We just need to attach. Yeah. And I like that you said that because, and you know, I, I go a little bit step further and I just say, okay, you're not real. This is not who I am. You're coming from the body. Mm -hmm. This is an addiction and I see it for what it is. And I'm not available for it. I'm not available for this thought. It's not real. And the mind will win. I'm the mind, not you. And I really like tell the body and I tell the girls to say, you tell the body, this is this, I'm not available for this thought. And I'm not going to give you the emotional chemical reaction that you are seeking, that you are fiending for. I'm not available for it. Every time you catch it, you just won. Again, like what you said, don't label it, see it for what it is and dismantle it. And know that you just won. You just yeah. won another battle. And pretty soon those become less and less and less and less and less. And you're right. In the beginning, when people are start starting to step into their purpose and do the and, and share their gifts and share the light, get ready. Because what or not, it's, it's just to be real. It's like I'm yeah. so proud of you guys. Like 
I'm so fucking proud of you because I'm going to be real right now. You're going to see all this shit that was already inside of you. It will be uncomfortable. Yes, it will be painful at times. And you will wonder, will I ever get through it? And you just have to show up and fight every day. I choose faith. I choose love. I choose faith. I choose love. And I choose to feel good. And that's it. And if you can tell yourself over and over that stuff, oh my gosh, you're going to feel so fucking good. You're going to feel so invincible, so powerful. Because fear can't, fear and anxiety can't come through now. It's it's just like you have like this, in like this barrier around you that's protecting you. And all of a sudden you can, you'll notice a fear thought or I'm not enough thought, or I don't have this thought um, come through and it can't, it can't affect you. You, you see it trying to come for you and it bounces off and you're like, that's right. It's cause, cause you're, you're in that powerful energy that it can't penetrate. And it's so interesting in the beginning. Yeah. You're going to see what was already inside of you. I wish a lot of people talked about this because it's not about, again, it's not the marketing. It's not, it's, it's your mindset. It's the energy that you were giving off. It's the beliefs that you have. They're so powerful. They are so powerful. It's everything. It's everything. Do you expect the best? Most people don't. And that's what they're going to get. Well, how do we, how do we start expecting the best? Start connecting. Start to feel good. Faith over fear. I choose to feel good. If you can just tell yourself that mantra, I choose to feel good. No, fuck that. No, I choose to feel good. Shake that shit off. I choose to feel good. Fuck, man. It's like a whole new reset of energy. You just reset. And now everything starts to shift and everything starts to happen. And everything starts to align and everything starts to get easy. And you're like, holy shit. Like, this is like, this is crazy. That's how powerful our energy is. And it's true. People start to come, the whole comparison thing. So this is the thing that kills me is that, well, so-and-so is already doing it. So what? So the fuck what? Yeah. Stop looking at what the fuck everyone else is doing. Think you get me? That's what's tripping people up. Because again, not enough. Yeah, and they're it's, comparing. Yeah, and it's like you're not. But them. it's also you're like you. Or it's you don't think there's enough. If she's made it, if she's yeah. at that level, then there's no room for me. That's the bullshit lie. Your desires make space for you. Period. Every desire is supposed yeah. to happen. But we keep blocking it because we're looking to the right. We're looking to the left. We're looking at this person. We're looking at that person. And it's like, no, you focus on you, boo. Like, of course, how big do you want to be? How badass do you want to be? It's yours. Whoever told you, you can't have that. Where did, where the hell did you get that shit from? It's because it's not enough. You don't believe there's enough for you. You can't have that because that person has it and that person has it. Isn't that amazing? It really is. And it's crazy. You know, I hear so often that a lot of people are like, well, I want to shift my mindset. I don't know where to start. I don't, it just is so much. There's so much, there's so much information out there and it's like overwhelming. And it's like, you know what though? Yes, there is a lot of information out there and yes, there's so much content. But the thing is, is that it is, such a simple concept to start it and it really begins with like you were just saying just shifting your thoughts and acknowledging that you know this is false this is I I won't accept this and to start that mind I feel like that is really square one is when you can get to that step of realizing that the mind and body are two separate things and that you are in charge of your mind no one is in charge of that but you and you can choose to yes, think but differently. You, have to, you know, I tell people, it's so hard. Yeah, it's hard. That the only reason mm-hmm. why people make it and people don't. There's only one reason. They quit. They they were too uncomfortable mm-hmm. with the process. And the crazy thing is, all those beliefs, all those thoughts and feelings were all bullshit. Can you be in that space of uncomfortableness? Can, can you, it's like a girl with a haircut. Listen, you cut your hair too short, girl. I get it. I'm so sorry. It's so <laughs> effed up looking and you're crying and you're thinking, oh my God, 
So can you deal with that ugly phase when your hair is growing out? You know, can you handle that? Can you be in that space? Can you just, can you be in that uncomfortableness? Because if you can, then you will win. There's just no way you can fail. If you keep choosing love and you keep saying, I want to feel good and you're on top of that shit, then you will win. There's just no way you can fail. But a lot of people can't handle that piece right there. And you got to constantly tell you it's not true. It's not real. Only love is real. Anything source is love. The most loving experience. Oh, my God. My ayahuasca experience was crazy. Like, have you ever had ayahuasca? Oh, my gosh. Did you? Yes. I mean, was it a good experience for you? Because I've heard some people not have. No, it was, you know what? It was the most amazing experience ever. And I have heard a lot of like terror so stories bad. from it. And I'm like, ay, ay, ay. I was so, yeah. Which I'm like, man, maybe I like, I don't know. But I, mine wasn't like that. What oh was your like? honey. I, I can't tell you like uh, the energy, like, okay. It's like, I had an intention. We all had to hold a rock and he's like, set your intention. I said, I want to open my heart more. And I really want to know, like, what it is I'm here to do, my purpose. Of course, we already always know our purpose, but we just doubt it. And um, mm-hmm. and he's like, okay. And so it's interesting because I was rejecting it. Like, I was fidgeting, and he whispered. I was blindfolded, and he whispered. He said, let go. Surrender. And I was afraid. And I finally took a deep breath, and that's when it just – it com- I was completely – like going on this journey on this inner voyage and the message that I got. So this is the most crazy experience is, well, let me tell you the message I got was you are a creator. We are all creators. Like that was what spirit wanted me to know. They say the spirit of the divine becomes alive inside of you. Spirit wanted me to know that I was the creator. We are all creators. We are all creators. And it's just like, wow. And it's like, it's like what I've always known. And then the, the second part was I felt so much love for me. It was such a divine love. I felt the love of this intelligence that surrounds us. It was so pure. It's so benevolent. It's so, holy shit. It's like 10,000 grandma's loves, unconditional loves, like all pouring on top of you with like baked apple pies. Like I, um, I cried. I cried. From- <laughs> I cried Ugly tears, right? <laughs> that I was feeling, and the fact that this is me, this is you and me, this is what we really That's... are. The why in the hell are we not feeling that every day? If that's who we are, yes, why are we yes, not yes. feeling this? That's what I was, and then I was almost kind of like feeling gypped from the rest of my life that I had never experienced that type of love that type of overpouring and I, I had a very similar experience to your you but mine was um like I could literally feel arms like wrapped around me like on a physical level in my body and then I could feel like golden like golden light coming down and it was like in me pouring in me the warmth the love like you were saying the 10,000 grammas yeah. that is a perfect description it was like why have I never felt this before? Why have I been like That's what blocking myself from this? And I'll tell you how you we know? block it. This is the greatest epiphany that I had. I even wrote about it. Um, there was a moment where I was so connected to this beautiful, blissful love. And I was like, oh my God, I was a Nirvana girl. I was like, holy shit. And all of a sudden, I swear to you, it got cut off. And I thought, whoa, what just happened? I was the observer. I was... I was, it was a total outer body experience. I was observing what was happening. A fear thought came in and the fear thought cut the ray, the, the energy of love. It just cut it off. It's like a power switch went off. And I looked at that and he said, wait a second. And I said this to my mind. I said, you're not real. I just saw what you just did. You just, you just came in uninvited and just cut the ray of light, the love. You're not real. And I kicked it out. And then all of a sudden, I shit you not, I was reconnected to that powerful divine love. And then it happened again. And it happened three times where I was like, oh my gosh, holy shit. And I put down my blindfold and I said, I called out the shaman. And I was like, Pablo, 
problem. He goes, what, what, are you okay? It's all bullshit. It's, it's fear. It's blocking everything. It's bullshit. And he goes, now you know the truth, my love. I as the BS eraser. See, I'm getting chills just telling you this because that's what's blocking that light and that love that you already are. It's that bullshit, constant, negative chatter of not enough, not deserving. It's not going to happen. I got to do this and this and that. It's all that shit mixed together. That's like your fucking dirt cloud and the, the rate, you know, it's like saying the sun's not out. No, the sun is out. It's just the clouds are blocking it. That's your fear blocking your power, your light, your good feeling source. That's it. That is it. And the next day I was at the Santa Monica promenade shopping girl. I was on a high, it was like hoppity bump, do, 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 doing my little shopping thing. I was like, I was still off of the high from ayahuasca and people are like, Oh, you mean drugs? Like, no, I've done drugs. Trust me. I've been the party girl. I've done the ecstasy. I've done all kinds of shit. And this was like, no, this was fucking spirit and source. This is, this was source. There's no fucking way. Something so beautiful, so powerful could be a fucking drug. No way. Hell to the no. So I was walking out like happy. And all of a sudden, honey, I swear to you, I got anxious. And I was by the water fountain. And I was like, holy shit. But because I just came off of the ayahuasca experience, I was still connected. And I saw what just happened it was the fear thought a fear thought killed my hippity hop zippity doodah like skippity jump that i was on the promenade it, it just did it and i and i was like i see what just happened holy shit you're not real and i got back onto my zippity doodah zippity day what a wonderful day but but of course that happened years ago and and of course i have forgotten that Okay, so yeah, so reminder no, this is bullshit. This is not how I'm supposed to be good. I decide I'm gonna feel good. Mm, yes, and that's what it is it's a decision. I have chills all over my body. I'm like, not very often can you make me zippity doo like, yes! da, zippity day. Oh, what a fucking <laughs> wonderful day! Hey. that's exactly you need what to go it is. Zippity doo da, grab your babies. <laughs> Zippity doo da, you know? <laughs> yeah. And it's so, so accurate. That you and I and feel me like we as moms do like own this power because it, let's be real. I don't know if this happens to you, but I believe it might be true that you you set the tone of the house, the mama. It's your energy. If you're mom, if you're not having a yes. good day, your kids can feel oh, it, your husband yes. can feel it. And there was a moment where I was so anxious when I was starting this. I was so, no one told me there is a better way to do it. I had so much insecurity and self-doubt and comparison and I'm not doing enough and I'm not being enough and I'll never, uh, it was so like, what the fuck did I get myself into? You know, I should have stayed in my nine to five job. What was I thinking? And I was not the best person. I was not the best, most present mom. And I wasn't the best wife and my husband and I were fighting and, you know, it was me. I knew it was me. And so it's like, I know how powerful my energy is and I know it's my energy that sets the tone and the peace or the turmoil in the mm. house. And, mm. you know, I constantly remind myself, you know, that it's my responsibility to fucking feel good. <laughs> <laughs> to zippity do that you know yeah it's it's yeah it is no and they can feel it too but yours they can feel the energy oh you know what is so funny the other day i had this amazing meditation it was a zippity do da day for sure and my daughter came home and she was like just laughing like in <laughs> like uncontrollably laughing she's five and yes. I feel like they're still so connected at that age. Um, and so she's, she's cracking up. She's, you know, just happy in general, but I'm like, what, why are you laughing at? And she's like, um, wow. I can. And I was like, Oh, okay. And I was like, good answer. And so then I walk away and she's like, walks in the kitchen and she's like, man, you know what, mom? And I was like, what's up? And she's like, I just feel warm and tingly. And I'm like, okay. And I was yeah. all like in a good way. Like, like, where is this conversation going? And she's like, I'm just happy. And she goes, I like being happy. And wow. she goes, I'm going to be happy the rest of the day. And I'm like, 
Sister, you could like yes. go stand on a stage and preach to adults right now yes. because it's that simple. Like if we yes. break it down to a five year old level, it is like I'm I'm yes. gonna be happy today. I choose That's to it. be happy today. Like what the fuck? Yes. Why do we make it so fucking hard? I know. But then there's us adults that are like, you know, yeah. oh well, uh, it's like yeah. it, or this and this and that. Well, they oh, don't yeah. understand and da 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 da. And it's like yeah. no, choose to and be have choice. You to be choose it childlike again to go back to the energy the yes. innocence of that profound belief imagination and deservingness i mean look at the kids they i mean you have a two-year-old everything is give me i want it and if i don't get it i'm gonna freaking throw a tantrum yeah and it's just like wow he's yeah i have my little dictator you know like give it to me i want it it's like my gosh <laughs> but but they win. You win. It's such like I'm worthy. I'm deserving. There's no I didn't do enough. Like my child is not saying I didn't do enough. I didn't deserve it. I didn't, no, I want it, and I'm gonna. And he, he gets it. And I think it's just going back to that. Mm. But yeah, what your daughter said was it's everything in a nutshell. I mean, how old is she? She's still connected. She's five. You know, I, I and I talked about this before the age of five. Mm-hmm. Around. Five is when it starts to disconnect. Kids are soul, are mainly just soul. They're soul, soul. They're soul light beings because they're so connected. Mm-hmm. The ego has already been developing, but the ego really starts to take over at the age of five. And we start, mm-hmm. you know, no, I, just the separation oh, starts to happen. But that was a soul, soul. Yeah. First and you soul know, was I, speaking right there. I know. I love it. And I heard something the other day and like I was literally like, ah. So it was like um, someone had asked a child, like a little bit older than her, like, why do babies not talk? And the answer from this kid who had been telling stories of reincarnation and their past lives, it was very clear about where they were definitely an old soul. And so they had said, (sighs) because they know too much. And I was all, oh, my God. Wow. Crazy, right? But like, uh, that was my uh, that's my you aha moment for so the day. So much, man. It's, it's just let's just keep it simple. Let's believe that we can keep yes. it simple. Let's believe that we are worthy of keeping it simple, and that we are good enough, and that we've done enough. I've already done enough. It's now time to receive. I've already done enough. I've already been enough. I've done enough, and I am enough. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> You I know. I say I am enough like 30 even times Even at where we are, we what I use on me is what I tell my girls. I, I, I don't just say do this mm-hmm. and I don't do it. I know what works for me and I know it works for them. And I, I preach the same. I do what I preach. I do. It works. And you have to always tell yourself because mm. let me tell you, no matter what level you're at, everybody I talk to when they get to the next level well I've made it up to here but I don't know if I can really get to that level it's always worthiness and deservingness at every level that you get to it will always come back around the corner it always can show its face again and then you go back and you use the same the same techniques that you've always used it's everyone yes and anyone to tell me that they don't have that bullshit yeah you're a liar because you're human you're, you're a human body. You, you have do. a human ego. <laughs> you're a spiritual being. You're a vibrational being. Absolutely. You're a powerhouse, but you got that ego, baby. And he wants to come and play. Mm. Yeah. Always. <laughs> yes. But it gets less and less. There is it, hope. There's always. And it was worth <laughs> it. The hardest things that, you know, when, when I'm going through a really challenging time, I always know something good is about to pop. I'm just like, oh, shit. This was the, if it's a really deep, deep lesson, and I'm talking like DNA deep. I know the hardest things I've ever overcome have been mm-hmm. DNA deep. Generational. Mm-hmm. And it's just mm-hmm. like, I know why it was so hard because it was generational, generational. And that thing that you can, if you can just be in that space, like I said before, if you can just tough it out and say, I know I can have a breakthrough. I know I'm on the verge of the breakthrough. Don't quit. Don't quit. Don't freaking quit. Don't drop. Don't, you know, drop the towel. Don't do it. Stick in it as uncomfortable as it gets. And I swear to God, you will overcome and you will transcend onto an, an, a level beyond your imagination that has happened many times. When it's really the, the, the hardest thing, 
And the very thing that you think you can't have that you've been struggling with is what you're supposed to have. And you can never go back to being the same. Yes. It's the, the treat is in, in the prize is in who you become. You can't ever go back. That's, yeah. that's the real prize. No. And that that's what's so crazy is when people are like no, almost there and then they quit. It's like, yeah, man, the magic happens. Like as soon yeah. as you want to quit, it's right there. Like it is right there. And the Just thing that people have pushing. to remember is this. It's never anything outside of you that's causing this resistance it was always within see people think it's something outside of them like it's not i'm not it's not in my, in my line it's not my destiny it wasn't fate i'm not lucky enough you know i didn't i didn't get the lucky card you know it was this person that no it's you and i think if you know that it's you and your limiting beliefs if you know for real that it's your beliefs that's only causing the separation of what you want or where you want to be from where you are, then that should give you enough, like, you know, uh, faith to keep going and hope to say, okay, it's me. It's just me. And I know if I can overcome myself, I, I have it. It's in the bag because it already is in the bag. It really is. And when you know it that really it's is. you, the only thing that, that separates you from what you want is you. Oh, Wow. Then, then how can you quit? You can't. Yeah. Ever. Life is no, like so ever. good. Life can be so, you know, it's like you can have it, babe. You can really have it. All those times when I thought I could never have the very thing that I wanted. I, it's like, oh, my God. And when I finally let go of why I couldn't have it and why I wasn't good enough, boom, bam, in the face. So fast, so quick. I was like, whoa, made my head spin. Always. <laughs> yeah. It does that. I'm only laughing because it's like, when I you go back and do the same bullshit over again. Oh, but I, I, now this, I can't have. That shit's like on Mount Everest. Like, I'm going to have to fucking die to go get that shit. I'm going to have to lose oxygen. That, now this is, this is like the unmanageable. This is like the fucking holy grail. Now this shit, now nah, I don't know. Like, I don't know. This would be too good to be fucking true. Like, who am I to fucking be so amazing, so fabulous? Like, that, come on, Mabel. Like, really? And it's such like, are you fucking kidding me? Are you going back down the path again? Like, did you not fucking learn your lesson again? Or are you just, oh, oh, I get it. Oh, you want to earn it. So you want to want to feel deserving of it. You want to feel like you worked hard for it. So how can I work hard for it? I'm going to make myself not have it. I'm going to make myself feel the pain of not having it. I'm going to make it hard and believe that I can't have it. And then I've struggled enough. Then I feel worthy enough. It could be. That's even deeper. That's like deep shit right there. Like, oh, wow. Now you've earned it. Because we could do that. It's such, we sabotage ourselves multiple times, you know? But everything that I always thought I could not have, I've realized now is what I was supposed to have. So I think when we have the most resistance and it, it's like been the hardest struggle to get the very thing, it was always meant to be. It was, it's just because your heart wants it so bad. And because it feels like it's too good to be true, that's the biggest sign that you know it's part of your life, it's destiny. That, to me, is the biggest sign that you're supposed to have it, that it is already yours. Yes. That's it. Oh. Uh-oh. You are phenomenal. I'm like, woo! <laughs> I have conversations when you walk away just charged up and ready to go. <laughs> Yeah, girl, zippity freaking do dot injection over here. <laughs> <laughs> so I know that the audience is going to want to connect with you because you are so awesome sauce. And I can't wait to talk to you more and connect with you more because you are amazing. Where can we all find you, follow you? I'll also put in the show notes, everyone. But just so you can connect with her, she will message you back and chat with you. Yes. So my site is mayrodriguez.la. I know. Interesting, right? And my handle on social media is Mabe Rodriguez LA. So easy super easy, easy breezy, super easy, super fun. And I'd love to connect to anybody who listens to this interview. I love having conversations and the deeper, the better, baby. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Find your tribe. Love them hard. Yes, baby. 
Okay. Well, have a wonderful day and we will be in touch soon for sure. Okay, honey. You too. That is the type of woman you want to have by your side. These women are powerful. They make you feel energized. And when you are around people like this that just fill your cup, it can runneth over to so many people. So it's really important that you are just spending time with people that fill you up, people that match your energy, and people that are on the same path as you. You are like the five people that you hang out most with. Remember, that so closely, hold it to your heart, write it down, put it on a post-it note. But Mabel was amazing. I know you guys had so many takeaways today. And the growth that she talks about is so right there. And if you can just remember that the storm happens right before the calm and the beautiful sunset, that is when magic really happens. It gets chaotic, it gets crazy, you wanna quit. And if you just keep pushing, just keep suiting up and showing up, that is when you see the results you're looking for. So let's go into the weekend with just a growth mindset and let's practice just one of the things that we talked about today and see what happens in your life. I would love to hear what your takeaway was, how this spoke to your soul personally. If you could leave a comment, hit the subscribe button. We greatly appreciate it.